As Barney uh, dances like the sweetie chef, uh, we are on Footy and Frothies for the Round 9 preview. Uh, your Footy and Frothies, your only podcast that regularly references the Muppets. So uh, <laughs> welcome aboard if it's your first time. You can That's find about the extent of my dance moves, mate. <laughs> <laughs> All the Kermit wonder he does that. Anyway. Yeah, All right. We're going to talk uh, preview show, so we can look forward to round nine. We're going to talk some Supercoach and have some insight into the week ahead. Now, Supercoach, Brian, you're going to give us a run through the footy and, footy and frothies league and tell us where we're Yeah, all so at. head-to-head comp, we've got four people all sitting in equal first, uh, separated obviously by point difference, but we've got Neil, Callan, Gavin and Mitch all together on ten points. Needles is flying, isn't he? He is. He's got a pretty good team going on there. And um, myself and you are back two points behind in uh, fifth and sixth on eight points. So, yeah, our head-to-head belt this week is going to be Gavin, who's currently running third, but equal first, up against Shane, who's running seventh overall. So there's not too big a difference there. There might be a chance that the belt gets handed over this week, but... Who knows? It was a massive, massive week for scores in Supercoach. I ended up with um, thirteen hundred, which is my best score of the year, and ended up losing half the games that I was in. So, I'm pretty sure you yourself had a pretty good week, yeah. You tell me, Barnes. Your job. <laughs> I like it. I like the piss when it goes into the pocket. No, yeah, 15, 1562, yeah. 60-something points. Yeah, 240th in the 240th overall yeah. out of 131,000 people. So, so it, was a good, <laughs> it was a good day out. flying this Yeah, week. it was a good day out. Um, I'll ask you some questions before I talk about my own first world problems, Barn. Yes. Uh, any takeaways on players hot and cold at the moment? Well, Paulo's one that's gone cold. Um, yeah. He's dropped about 140K as well, which um, sort of leaves you in the position where it's hard to get rid of him. You know when he comes up, it's going to be good, but his last three to four games have been super coach-wise. have been, um, yeah, he's been on a downward spiral. I think he only got about 24, 28 points or something this week, which is like nothing like what he normally puts out. He normally averages at least 50 or 60, so... That's a big one. Um, Papa Lee from the Raiders got left out, obviously for the week off, which would have hurt a few, would have hurt a few teams. But and obviously the week off didn't help. But don't say I didn't warn you about Teddy. Teddy will be close to five hundred in a couple of weeks. One hundred percent. His break even uh, this week coming is as my iPad uploads uh, updates is uh, pretty high too. You're so hundred somewhere. I would his, his forecast to lose another fifty odd grand. So. Yeah, time to chime in if you think you can bounce back because at that price, if you could set anyone, you'd take Teddy at that price of, at the start of the year. A lot of teams would have had in. a Pappy-Turbo combo at the start of the year. Um, mm. And obviously Pappenhausen is on the sidelines as well. Um, and Luttrell obviously getting suspended. Uh, we've, there was that many scores over 100. I think there was um, into double figures of people that got over 100 mm. this week, which is, um, which is a bit unusual. I think we need to um, probably except that these high scores are more the norm with the new rules, like it's more likely. But Yeah, yeah, there's a, there's I, a lot I think more the, attacking play. The peaks yeah. and troughs will be higher. Yeah, Probably a better way of saying that. Yep. Um, Turbo's still averaging 100, so... And he's still he's made a bit of money, but there's still a, um, there's still a really good shout for people to be grabbing Turbo. Uh, he's got a pretty good draw coming up as well. I think there's a couple of tough teams, but there's a couple yeah. as well that he should score very well. Teddy's uh, got a break-in of 157 this week. Mm-hmm. He's currently 590. He's forecast to lose another 80K. Yep. 
and then probably again the week after. He'll produce more. He could be, but under. If he comes out the other side of Origin and he's five hundred, he's suddenly wanting to buy him. If he's under five hundred, yeah, you just yeah, yeah, you've got to bring him in. Obviously, you got to watch how he goes through the Origin and if there's any injuries or niggles on all yeah. the rest of it. But but he finished last year hot. You're flying with that many options at the moment. You've got um, Turbo Latrell will be back in a week or two. Um, Gutho. RT, RTS Gutho. Uh, Pappenhausen be back in a week or two. Uh, Nico Hines has been filling in quite well in there. Um, there's going to be a point where he's going to go back to the bench, which won't help. So I snaffled up Nico last week, uh, and he made me some cash, and his forecaster made another 60 this week. If you do need a cheap CT dub, just a, a flick and forget, Nico might be the one. Around 350. Uh, but speaking of CT dubs, there's probably going to be a lot of coaches who have BMOs. And have seven hundred to spend. <laughs> Where would you start if you can go and buy? buy? Oh, well, if you don't have two O, is the first one that you're going to um, trade BMOS. Like BMOS to two O will be probably the biggest trade this week, I would imagine. Um, but if you don't already have two O, I'm not sure what <laughs> what you've been watching because you should have picked him up weeks ago. Yeah, he's been the the form winger apart from uh, Brett Morris in the comp for. I weeks. think. Um, I'll give an idea. I'll, I would be looking towards a, a Rappiner, a uh, the other one, the one I want to mention actually. If you want to just bank a whole bunch of cash and go and buy anyone you want in the comp, is Caleb Aitkins. Yes, uh, 100%. He, Zach Sini as well will be a bottom and, dollar price this week and next week as well. So you can hold off a week if you want to, or you could jump aboard because I'm. Don't think he'd be losing his spot to James Roberts when he comes. No, back. He, apparently there's at least four weeks, and if he keeps his form, so Aikens is three twenty-seven. You can bank four hundred, and obviously buy anyone really you want, uh, and he'll still do well. I was concerned Dane, Dane Laurie had hit a ceiling, but maybe he's got a tiny bit more I can squeeze he's out. He's probably got a little bit more left in him, but the, the problem well, with the still set of wings, there's, there's no one else. There's yeah. not that many guaranteed blokes that you're going to bring in that are consistently going to punch out yeah. that many points. Uh, Bradman Best's been a bit quiet since coming back from injury. I expect him to he'll put up a few big scores in the in some weeks coming forward. Even if the Knights aren't going that well, there's going to be times where he's going to score two or three tries. It's just He's just a beast. That's what he does. He runs mm. over people, causes line breaks, sets up tries. Um, Knights can't be that bad for the entire season, you wouldn't imagine, but who knows? Yeah. <laughs> uh, Opacic, the window may have just closed I think he's just about at the point now where you've only got maybe a week or two left with Opacic. Yeah, I was so happy that I started the year yeah. with him. Um, he's, I think he's made around 100 100k now so it's probably not the worst time to get rid of him but the, the options it's so um, up and down in the centre wings mm. it's just there's nobody that's consistently punching out that many points Remus Smith has topped out with 200, 120 this week and I think 90 the week before so he's already made a bit of money and um, with his rolling average he's going to make a lot of money over the next couple of weeks yeah he might actually be the one if you have well, if, two or from three a weeks, you I might think want he's to around just four eighty, well. um, and he's probably going to make another eighty to hundred grand in the next two or three yeah. weeks with the scores I, that he has. I think his. if I had to, uh, if I'm in a, that that position now, I'm looking for money. I might I, I might try and squeeze Aitkins for a couple of weeks and mm. see where it takes you. If you are um, Justin Ollum's been pretty solid. He normally gets forty mm. or fifty. Um, there's game, he hasn't scored a try for a little while, and when he does, he gets up around eighty. Um, Sivos seem to come back into form as well, so there's another one that well, you want to look at. As long as he's getting a try every week, he's going to get. You're looking at sixty, I suppose. 
Uh, yeah, but the main, I think the main takeaway, if you don't have, if we need to respell it out for you, it's spelled T-O-O-O if you don't already have it. Uh, <laughs> um, there's some money to be made with Max Figai and Sini over the next two weeks. They've both only played one game. If Figai keeps his spot, you can go down, trade down to a bottom dollar player and free up some money to put somewhere else in your team. But Yeah, so some first world problem talk. Oh, how's your team going? Anything you want to change and you're aiming for? Um, I think I'm going to try and uh, reduce a few trades over the next couple of weeks, to be honest. Yeah. I've I'm, I'm been punching out close to 1,200 most weeks for the last two or three weeks, which is around what you want to average. Obviously, this week was... A, <laughs> it can, like There was that many teams that scored over 1,300 this week, and that doesn't happen all that often. Yeah. But it, it could continue to happen if the teams are going to get blown off the field the way that a couple of them have, but... Now, it, it, it's a sad week for me. Um, okay. I am going to sell Mo Fodawaker. Yep. His break-evens is, I think, around 60. I've He's been a tremendous POD, and if he was starting, I would not even worry about it. But Tina coming back concerns me a little bit. Even off the bench, though, he's, he's averaging more. I think he's averaging the top five Top props. 50 something. Yeah. Um, so maybe I'll rethink this tomorrow night in a... Weird ass stupor, but uh, so I've moved Puppy he into the front row. Uh, Takio Fish Puppy is my new front row. Ryan James has got to go if you don't already. Question I was going to have given, I already got Karen, but um, that's another one. How and Naira? Karen last week, you really should have, um, but there's still some money to be made out of Karen. So, how and Naira starting, he's at 300, he's got a zero break even. What, do you, what have you made of his two games this year? And I mean, he scored 65 on the weekend. I was going to say, this game, uh, the game this week, he was a lot better than he was in his first mm. game that he came He back. still missed, I think, five tackles or something on the weekend and dropped a couple. But no, he gave away five penalties. He does have some attacking stats in him. Um, he's got a pretty good offload and he can break a tackle. So with a break even of zero... If you want to, but realistically, you're bringing someone in. You want to make around 100 k before you get rid of them. So, yeah, the, there's question marks whether he gets the 100 k, but um, he's going to get you probably 70 to 80. So, I think if he's not a, the worst option, if he's a, if he continues to start, I think just through minutes, you'd have to get to close to four. And obviously, you want to start looking now. Is the time you want to start looking at coverage for round 13, where um, only half the teams are playing. I'm pretty sure Canberra does play that round 13, but I'll tell you. Now. Um, yeah, don't hold me to that. But yeah, you want to be looking at um, round two. round thirteen. Para Penrith for feeder is Penrith. Para Penrith Tigers Melbourne thirteen. Yeah, seventeen, okay. obviously the well, that's just who I've got. Seventeen uh, and Newcastle. Seventeen uh, Roosters Bulldogs. Yeah, the four. Mel uh, Manly. Uh, yeah, the rest of them. But that's just off who is in my team. Um, First world problem time. The reason I have got rid of Mo is just because he's. Uh, so who are you looking at bringing in? Well, I've bought in at this stage, Harrow uh, Renara, but I was also looking at um, uh, Manly second rower. He's, this is going to go into GT's team. Ola Takamahau, Ola Katow, um, just for a couple of weeks because I've got Car in there as well. But eventually I'll upgrade there. But his last couple of scores haven't been great, so his rolling average is he's not going to make huge amounts of money no. in the next couple of weeks. But um, so the, the idea is to bank some there. money because I'm upgrading three upgrades. I'm looking at I, I can justify going Moses straight to Cleary, but then what I've right now what I've done is Moses to Hughes. Yep. 
who's got a, a break in his 16 this week. He's 650, he's 140k less. The other thing I could have done is upgraded Bray to Harry. Okay. Which is my first, which is what I did first. And then I had my two days reflection and changed my mind. But I can do that next week. Thoughts? It's the first foot. Backup hooker. I've got Mahoney and Braley both playing. Oh, okay, yeah. So I'm not yeah, in any so rush. That's probably not a bad option, to be okay, honest. So, and Harry's break even this week's 85. So if I'm lucky, he might drop 5K. And he might I, drop I don't 5K. think he will. But um, the goal is to have Harry starting and Marnie on the bench. Uh, what would you have done there in that situation, Barn? Um, I'm not sure Herrera and Ira is the guy that you want to be bringing in um, into <laughs> your front row. Uh, no, second row. Be... Second row bench, to be honest. Oh, so you're going to push Mo back to I'm the second pu- row? I'm not playing Mo. Mo's gone. Up. Yeah, but he's a front rower, isn't he? Or is he both? He's sold to the world. So I said so a sad day. Uh, Puppy, he's gone up. to the front row. Fisher Harris, yeah, front okay. row. Takiyaho, bench, front row. I'm pretty happy with that front row. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that goes pretty good. And then for Fida Crichton, so then Curran right now would be sitting as as lock, I guess, for better uh, lack of better description. Uh, Harrower and I are out was just someone I can bank on for a couple of weeks. I've got Topine hopefully coming back next week from injury and. Um, if he was DPP, I'd have Schuster sitting there, but he's five eight and he's my reserve five eight right now. Yeah. Uh, so that leaves me with Hughes starting half from Walker reserve half, and I got Tommy Turbo and Gutho at fullback. With your reserve bench, have you got anyone who's not playing? Yeah, to Pine, Tuki Simpkins, uh, for Satua. Okay. Yeah. So you've probably got room. You could even bring in someone at very bottom dollar who's not playing at all and free up. Another, yeah, but I've got a lot of them now. I've suddenly got, I've got four of them already, and that starts to get a little bit nerve wracking sometimes. Yeah, it does, especially going into Orange. Yeah, so, so so my original thought was Harry, and because I just want him, and he's obviously going to do well, but I thought I'd wait a week, bring Hughes in. You could push, you got Kate Well in your centres, you could push Kate Well yeah, up so that in the other back row and, and bring in someone like yeah. Cassini or... If I had it done that, I would have freed up another 150k cash. I might still, I'll see how I reflect on it. But um, just for the sake of actually um, still making money from the CT dubs and I'm going to have to use the trade at some point to get rid of Nico because he's sitting there and obviously when Pap's back, he's going to lose a lot of minutes and uh, I'll, I'll go and get a decent CT dub then. So that's why I was a bit... Didn't want to toy with that part too much. So, yeah, basically, would you would you go Harry or would you go straight to Cleary or just uh, my thing with Hughes was I get I get Origin out just of Hughes as well. Just around it, I'd probably um, I'd probably ring in Sini to be honest and, and just and, and just cash that the, player on cash that spot out in your back row and then yeah. look at it again next week. The problem is my reserve CT dubs are so terrible that. I don't want to talk about him, so. Well, but next week I can actually sell Staines for Sini. And, well, the thinking was next week I can do the, that trade anyway yeah, okay. and bring Staines in, uh, yeah, Sini well, for Staines. you got extra week to play. And, uh, and then upgrade Harry anyway. And then after Origin... I'll, the quick look, I'll filter the second rowers. And, and then uh, after Origin, I'll just bring Cleary and I have Cleary and Hughes. But I might even keep Walker the whole time. Because by that, I'll tell you now, Walker's going to be worth 600 in three weeks. Because he's already 500 and he's... BE is minus 109. Yeah, right. No, but there's going to be a lot of people with injury concerns this week, so they're probably yeah. not going to be... This is, like I said, absolute you, first, said, world problem. first world problem. But, um, yeah. Write in, uh, write in and ask about Supercoach issues. We're happy to discuss these as we have mine. Um, Renew for Tony's probably not a bad shout from the Bulldogs. Mm-hmm. Um, he's a little bit more expensive than... Uh, than Harry Renaira. Mm-hmm. But... 
he'd be someone that you'd probably want to uh, that I'd be looking at and um Brenton Nakora again, a little bit more expensive, but I think he's been averaging around 60 points a week. He's got a three-week, uh, three-round average of 75. So, well, I was just a bit burnt from the week. I, I've still got him in draft, and a bit weak. He just didn't touch a ball. I was a little bit, which wasn't his fault. But um, I lost face in uh, in the doggies. Keon Kulamatungi has been averaging high mid 70s. He's around. He's. I think he's only about 40 grand more than. We're in Ira, so yeah. Like but. if he was DPP, would be near Corey. Mm. I might even still do that actually and play him. But anyway, yeah. No, I just thought I might th- <laughs> give you a poser and see what you thought. That's fine. Teague Wilton just a little bit higher. There's a few other you know, good ones you in there. You should be telling me what's going on, mate. I've got well, ask me things and I'll tell you. <laughs> Dana asked me lots of things and uh, moves on. But uh, anyway, I just want to drop my first one. Let's talk about this weekend. Yeah. Where uh, we kick off with an alleged blockbuster, Bunnies and the Storm. In hello, Ollie, you're back. Hello. <laughs> <laughs> Where have you been? <laughs> um, yeah, well, for the Bunnies, Reynolds, Murray, Graham, uh, Paulo, all out. Which there's mail now. Hawkins will start at seven. He's trained there this week. I don't think it's mail anymore. I think it's confirmed. Confirmed. Basically, yeah, him and Ben. Uh, Braden Burns, Tane Mills uh, into the team. Ji Arrow will start at lock. For the Storm, officially, Harry's going to be named at 9 and Smith in 13. They get Jennings back on the wing and uh, Big Nelson comes back into the team as well. That's how lucky they bought Benji. Definitely. Without Benji sitting on that bench, what would their their halves, their starting oh, halves be this week? Yeah. They uh, probably would have pushed AJ to fullback and brought Walker back in there. But How yeah. good's Benji that he can come into a side that's got Walker, Reynolds and Mitchell and just probably be better than all of them to this point in the season and they've been Latrell until he got suspended was really good like what I like was Benji on the field basically they handed up to him as well they just went okay you're on now Benji you can anyway doesn't matter because they're not here uh, lead us away all so I did my footy tips for the week in the little comp that I'm in with my mates and I made this tip before I actually heard all this news but I don't like going against my tips so I'm going south. I, I think, well, this is one of the weeks where they have to, I said I've given them the next month, but this is where they have to at least step up and they can't use these injuries as an excuse. I'm still riding that Benji train. He's not let me down as of yet. Um, I'm going to say he gets man of the match and has a turns back the clock once again and I think he, he's still capable of, obviously, he's got still got some um, some talent around him, which helps, but I think he's going to be that main guy. Um, it, if South's going to win, though, it's going to have to be a low-scoring game. Arrow's going to have to step up. He's been good, but, I mean, coming into that starting lock role, um, he's going to have to have a huge game himself. And, yeah, look, they, um, they're they a weakened side, but they've still got those stars in there. And Melbourne, I think they can still be... They can still be they can still be called out. I've seen enough where I think Melbourne are not quite that same level as Penrith. Then the biggest indicator of that was that game against Penrith a few weeks back when both teams were relatively depleted. But yeah, I'm I'm going to go Souths by four. Going to say man of the match Benji Marshall. But I will say first try scorer. I'll go Remus Smith. Barney. Um. No, I, can't, I, can't, I couldn't even contemplate Souths and I'm happy to be proven wrong but uh, like the the starting pack's 
barely match up, and I'm going to give that a slight advantage to the Storm. But you're looking at an interchange of Finnecane, Kamikamika, Nelson Asofa Solomona up against Mark Nichols, Liam Knight, and Jacob Host. I, I can't see South staying with this pack once they start going to their bench. I, I just can't see it happening. And as soon as you start breaking open that middle with uh, Brandon Smith and Harry Grant on the back of from some forward momentum, it's just going to give the space to the the, uh, the outside backs and the halves. I've got um, Storm 13+. plus. I've got first try scorer, uh, Justin Ollum, and I'm going to go man of the match, Munster. I've said it a couple of times. He hasn't delivered yet, but he's going to deliver eventually. He was pretty close. So. If he scores two of those tries he bombed the other day and doesn't miss 18 goals, he gets close. Um, I agree. I can't see any possible way this is a low-scoring game, to your point, Ollie. Uh, well, if Souths are going to win, I think it, they have to sort yeah, of grind it, has, it out. Yeah, that, yeah. I, I can't possibly imagine it. Given how much the Souths pack got bashed by Canberra last week, this is a pack that's trained and ready and on fire. Um, they're going to own them, which is me. And, and the big out here, we question Damien Cook sometimes, but Cam Murray's a key to a good Damien Cook, and there's no Cam Murray. That's a massive out for, for Souths. I think of whatever, all the names there, he might be a bigger name. I think he probably is arguably as big a name as Reynolds. I think he hurts him as much as anybody else. Yeah. But um, having arrow there attention. helps a little bit. Yeah. But you're losing a 2.5 second play of the ball. Uh, Melbourne are going to – and then rookie edges. And don't get me wrong, Braden Burns and these sort of players are, will be good players, but these, these edges are going to be torn to shreds uh, as a result of the play. Well, Harry's going to have so much space. Um I'm saying Melbourne by more than uh, by 20. Like this is a this will be a, a space job. Um, I'm saying Smith will continue his good form. Remus, that is, uh, who in the centres scoring first try. And I'm actually saying same logic as you there, but I'm saying Jerome Hughes man of the match, only because Harry will make him look so great because he'll have there'll be so and and maybe next week we'll all sit back and go well, Harry gave all those. Uh, halves the chance, but seriously, Munster and Hughes this week will will run right. Um, looking forward to it. I'm excited. It's a bit of the weekend for me. Six o'clock Friday game: Penrith and Sharks at Bluebet Stadium. Panthers, uh, as per program, there were some rib concerns for Kurt Capel, but it's been named. I haven't heard anything else. Uh, I mean, that's really rude. <laughs> I have to edit that out. Let me write it down. Sixteen two. <laughs> <laughs> for the Sharks, uh, Tolman starts for Ueli, who they'll miss. Yes, they will. Fun. Oh, mate, I'm going Penrith 13+. plus. Um, I can't see any reason why it won't happen unless Penrith don't want it to happen, to be to be realistic. Um, I'm surprised Wade Graham's been named again. Um, he had another head knock. Uh, it was a pretty good one with Paseca as well. Um, oh, was, no, sorry, that was the week before. But yeah, no, the blokes he, had they that kept many, him off again. He's had that many. He's head he's knocks, bordering so. on um, Jake Friend territory. Yeah, yeah. big time. Um, like he's a gun. He's been a great player for a long time. I'd go so far as safe. He was playing for a uh, a different club. <laughs> I'll be surprised if he plays this week. To be honest, I know he's no, but named, if, if if he's but playing a different club, I. Would suggest medical retirement would be suggested, and it's just that I don't think it's far away to the be Cronulla board are uh, who they are that it hasn't been yet. Yeah, um, Penrith should tear Cronulla apart in pretty much every part of this field, to be honest. I can't 
I can't see it going any other way. I've got Penner of 13 plus. I'm going to go man of the match, Luai. I think he's going to get too much space and time out on that left edge. And I'm going to get first try scorer, Burton, again with that left edge. And they'll go and score on the right hand side like they have done the last two weeks. <laughs> I'm going to say Panthers uh, 18 plus. Uh, I'm first try scorer uh, if he plays Kurt Capel. Just uh, back through those. Yeah. Mediocre edges with his footwork um, scoring there. And you know what I wrote down for Man of the Match? Two words, Luai and Space. So exactly what you just said, Harvard. Mm. Agree for you there. Uh, we're like oracles. And now what is the oracle going to say? Well, first of all, I'd like to say that traditionally this is usually a, a close a close game no matter where both sides are on the table. So if you're a neutral, maybe hope that happens. I don't think it will. Um, and that's, well, both sides came in 1967, so there's a bit of history there. And there are a few, uh, well, I'd say a couple players playing who have played for both clubs. Um, I'm going to say Penrith 13 plus, but I'm tentative to go as far as like an 18 plus or something purely because of what we've repeated all year this year. Penrith probably won't want to flog Cronulla. They won't want to get too much out of second gear. And look, in terms of... The, if they can help themselves, though, if, if they're getting that much space and always throwing the ball... That's true, but I, I like, think... They won't try. Cr- Cronulla, have been, Cronulla have been bad, but if they sh- show up um, with a decent attitude, um, they'll be okay. They'll be towards a manly level last week. I honestly believe if Cronulla turn up and... A couple of players are firing, but yeah, I'll say Penrith 13 plus. I'll keep the Romy train going. I'll say Jerome Luai, man of the match, and Matt Burton, first try scorer off a Jerome Luai assist. Parramatta, the blockbuster of the weekend. Parramatta in Easts at Bankwest, uh, to the point where I even half thought about going out to watch it because Bankwest is such a good ground, but I will probably end at the pub. <laughs> um, <laughs> Nathan Brown has been named after his injury, which pushes Sean Lane to the bench with Madison coming back in again. Uh, TKO starts for Roosters. Uh, Marshke at nine and Ferrell's being out. Teddy is back and Adam Kieran back on the bench. I will... I'm saying... I'm sort of with Parra now. I think they will do a good job here, a good enough job against a very depleted East side. I think East will still fight, and there's enough quality still there in that squad, or it's going to be close. But I'm saying Parramatta by six-ish. Marnie, first try scorer, just getting through Marshke there to score. And, well, do we need to have any doubt who's going to be man of match if Parramatta win? It's going to be Gutho. Only. I'm actually going Roosters 1-12 to here. Uh, I spoke a bit before about how I'm still questioning Parramatta. This is a game that um, I guess under my current opinion of the club that I could see them losing and I think they will, especially as I look down the team list. It, they're pretty even. There's just a couple of sort of standout positions for Parramatta, but they're actually pretty even, even to an extent of uh, Mitch Moses and Sam Walker, because yes, Moses is playing good, but Walker's been amazing. If Moses doesn't... This is the week for Moses, because... Well, like, yeah, it is. He, oh, like, one of the big forecasts of the weekend could be uh, missing Mitchell, and that is concerned. Roosters win. Yeah. And, you know... I, I know I bagged him a lot, but, you know, based off of what I've seen from Moses in the past, I still can't confidently say he's going to turn up for 80 minutes in this one. Actually, he's still yet to turn up for 80 minutes in a single game, his career, even the good games he plays, let's be honest. There's always a patch where he goes missing for a little bit. Mm -hmm. Um, But, yeah, 
especially the um, the matchup of the back five. Uh, we've been harping on about um, Parramatta centres, and it is a really good centre combination. But I still like it. Uh, Josh Morrison, a Joseph Manu, um, still arguably one of, if not the best, centre combination in the competition. So, and you know, you see, if he turns up, he'll be he'll be great. But you've also got Dan Tupo, who's still a solid player at the very least. Probably will still play Origin. And I guess Ferguson's the only para player who, in, in that back five, is better than their opposite at the Roosters, which will be Matt Ikavalu, who's not consistently a first grade player. But even if Ferguson's off. Um, Ikevalu could probably get the better of him. Um, yeah, I'm just... I, I was a bit tentative making this prediction coming into it, but as I look at the lineups, I'm weirdly a little bit more confident. Um, you're going to have your Papali'is and your, your Guthos putting in a, a solid what performance. A, probably look at this. Just now. go from halfway down even. What a fantastic clash. So the sixes, you've got Pot Plant, Pot Plant. Sevens, uh, up-and-coming superstar versus occasional superstar. Leo and RCG, fair clash. Marnie, you give that on points. Yeah. Takio, Paulo, that's an international clash. Yep. Uh, Papa here, Crichton, that's an international clash. Madison probably gets a points on Butcher, and right now I'll give but Radley the points back, on Brown. Coming so back yeah, from injury, yeah. maybe not. And, and Radley, true. Radley giving... Um, I'll give Radley the points over yep. Brown at this stage. Um, so you come out pretty much even there. Well, we look at the, the benches bench as well and sort of even I'd have to say just looking at relatively even I'd give it to that well if anything Bryce gives him slightly in front on Bryce but it depends which Bryce shows up he's had a good couple of weeks but hopefully hopefully he keeps it up and Kafusi I think think they're both in very good form Um, yeah yeah yeah, all so, points yeah. valid. There's yeah. no wrong answers. Uh, man of the match, I'm going to stick with the Walker train. Um, and first try score, I'm going to say Joseph Manu. Yeah, well, the more I look at it, the, the more I'm sort of looking towards Ollie as well. But um, <laughs> yeah, lineups pretty much even all the way down the board. But I think there's just a little bit more form uh, in the back row from. Parramatta than the Roosters even like you look at all the outs for the Roosters and that team they're lining up there is as good as just about anything else that's, that's that, that team there, I'm saying I'm still saying this Roosters team is a top four team which yeah. is incredible when you think about what they're missing 100% but I'm going to go with the Eels 1-12 to I'm going to go first try scorer Papa Lee and I'm going to go man of the match Gutherson because if Parramatta wins Gutherson's generally the best player on the field mm. Raiders in the Knights 3pm uh, Saturday from uh, Bruce Stadium Pup, uh, the other Papa he's back starting at prop George Williams is back at this stage uh, for the Knights Green goes out with Saints Phoenix Crossland start at 7 um yeah, what do we got here? Haru Naira, Whitehead, Sutton, the back row at the moment for Canberra, Hudson Young, Tapane on the bench. Uh, I'm the Raiders will get back on track here just because the Knights are so abysmal, and I think they'll do it pretty well. Uh, there was enough of a template there if they've just got to put together. They don't have to put together 80 minutes just to put together 50 minutes and win this game. I'm saying Raiders by 18. <laughs> you giving Newcastle that much credit? Yeah. White and first try, White and made the match. I think it might be the, the Jack show. He'll carve those edges apart, and if they get a few bodies moving the other way, just for once, there's points to be had. Barn, you can, can tell me what you think. <laughs> I, I can't see them. I know Newcastle were terrible last week, but this like this is, for both of these teams, this is put up or shut up time. And Newcastle's got enough about them to 
to take a Raiders team that hasn't been that good for the last three to four weeks uh, to the edge of this game, I think. And um, I'm not even sure if Williams is going to come back and play because the way that he limped off the field two minutes before kickoff last week, it didn't look like he could walk, let alone run. So even if he does come back, I'm pretty sure he's going to be hampered. I think it's a groin or um, something to do with a quad and that's not what you want out of a running half. Um I'm going to go with – I'm going with the Knights. I'm going yeah. with the Knights 1-12. to 12. I'm going to go man of the match, uh, Ponga, because if yeah, if Newcastle are going to do it, it's going to be on the back of Ponga uh, causing havoc. And I'm going to go first try scorer, Frizzell. I think um, Barnett and Frizzell will um, do enough on the edges to cause enough problems for this Raiders' defence, which hasn't been great. I want to mention Heim. Yeah, I want to mention Heim. Heim's actually back as well, which is something. Um, from what they had, Lachlan's Fitzgibbon. I assume he's on the extended bench. If he's fit, I'm tipping he's pretty close to being in this team because they need all the help they can get. Ollie. Well, first of all, I want to ask Barney a question because you're tipping Newcastle in this one. They've obviously been very poor. Does this drop Canberra out of your top eight yep. for you? Do you believe they're I think both of these the teams eight? are going to struggle oh, to make the eight, both. to be honest. I'm, yeah, but... Um, it, yeah. I'm expecting the, like, the forward, as we mentioned, the forward, the, the two big men, the two linchpins in this forward pack um, in Clemmer and Siafidi have been below par for the last couple of weeks. And this is, as I said, put up, shut up time. So they're either going to stand up or they're not. And I'm expecting them to stand up this week, so... I am going to say Canberra 13 plus. I am going to say my man of the match will be Tom Starling and first try scorer Caleb Aikens. Nice. You see, you're siding with me. You're saying Newcastle gone. Newcastle are gone regardless. Even if they win this game, that if if Newcastle so win still this hope, game, you're that, saying there's still life. Well, I suppose I, I guess no, I see. Well, if I'm if actually Newcastle saying win this game. It just means that Canberra are done. Yeah, That's yeah, hundred percent. But I'm actually saying I think Raiders are semi done. But not as far done as not the as far done as the others. <laughs> no, well, Canberra to the point where they're they're probably still going to make the eight. You'd have to think, at least in my opinion, just on their forward depth. Yeah, which is part of the reason I put them up as high as I did at the start of the year. But I, I expect the Knights' forward pack to actually be very good in this one. So, okay, five thirty game uh, at Campbelltown, the Tommy Redonicus tribute round. Tigers are wearing the West jersey, essentially. Uh, they're not allowed to sell it. They're not allowed to reproduce it, but they are wearing it for oh, this really? game. Yeah, it's a licensing thing. They That's basically got permission for people have asked. They actually, to the point where they actually put out a post saying, we're really sorry, we're just not allowed Imagine under the currently. Imagine how many of those jerseys with the seven on the back that they'd sell. It'd yes, be enough. Off. Wow. Yeah. So, uh, but it's a licensing issue. They can't, but anyway, they're playing at Camptown against the Titans. Tommy Tillow suspended, so Moses Mumbai starts at centre. I, I, I have concerns where he actually does, but they've named him there. Little at 14 comes back into first grade for the Titans. Tino is back, which uh, pushes Mo to the bench. Bo Femur comes on at into centre for Corey Thompson's, which won't help at all. With well, in terms of Thompson, is a massive out. He is. What are you saying here, Ollie? I'm going with your boys. Oof. One to twelve. Tommy Rodonigus around. That that's the big thing for me, and especially like how crap the Titans were for sixty minutes last week, and uh, for the majority of the past month, the Tigers looked still looked decent. 
against the Dragons last week. And again, it's if those those players turn up who usually turn up in the games where they just lose to premiership contenders, then they beat the Titans. And you, you would need to get the best... The Titans would really... If the Tigers are playing at the best, the Titans would need to put on a performance that everyone was expecting them to do week in, week out in the preseason. We'd need to see that for really the first time this year across 80 minutes, especially in this round. So, yeah, I'm going the, the Tigers 1-12. to 12. I'll say the Titans start off hot, though, and I'll say first try score. I'll give it to the man, Anthony Don. Um, but man of the match, I'm going to go with Dane Laurie. Bye. I'm going with the Tigers as well. Um, <laughs> um, the only, yes, the only problem the I could see is if the Titans do run ruck, ruck shot over the through the middle, which is um, which could possibly happen because they, they do have a serious forward pack, but they haven't shown enough to me at the moment to um, say that they're going to dominate this Tigers pack. And I'm going to go Tigers one to twelve. I'm going to go first try scorer Joseph Leilua and man of the match Dewey because he's impressed me immensely since moving into the six. Let's not forget how destructive Fafita is running at Moses Mumbai here and how terrifying that could be. He might score seven tries. <laughs> uh, yeah, true. It like it's only two weeks ago. We're just saying he's the most. You know, yeah. He destroys edges and I, and I, how I bad the Tigers is, were. But- a terrible, terrible edge. That said, I'm tipping the Tigers because the Titans are worse. I, I, uh, Titans, no, 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 no. Titans will be worse this week, but the Titans overall are not a worse side than the Tigers. I, I, I've still got to be a fan to that point. They're not going to finish lower than the Tigers on the ladder. All right, so anyway, I'm tipping yeah, the Tigers. To, yeah, <laughs> I had to jump and in. And break in my own rule. Uh, Tino back will help as well, so that's concerned. But like I said, they're missing a tricky, not playing... Um, all three of them at the start. Tigers four pack's been good last few, all year really, and it's the rest sort of dropping the ball. But I'm actually saying Tigers by ten. I'm saying Sini first try uh, for all the reasons we've mentioned. Uh, he's got something about him: bit of footwork, a bit of a out wide ball back in the inside. He can score, and I'm actually saying man of the match. I th- I, when we sit here next week, uh, this will be a strike against it. When we sit here next week and say he was man of the match, I'm pretty sure it'll be Laurie or or do we? But I'm actually saying uh, uh, Joe F. and Goa is building to something and he'll have his best game of the year having had a couple of weeks at lock, ball playing lock, and he's got an edge you can sort of do something with there. So, yeah, let's say Joffo man of the match. Brisbane, North Queensland, the finale, uh, or main event, I should say, on Saturday night. This would just have, this might be the first game ever between the two that's not been broadcast on Channel 9. I think that's probably right. And um, you know what? The way the two teams have been recently, nine are probably kicking themselves a little. Well, they've got a pretty good one on Friday night instead, so they're, they're probably happy. But the that's true. it is a stacked round, to be honest. Yeah. yeah. And the um and, and like you mentioned off off air that um it could have been the four o'clock game, but as Action yeah. Bailey's mentioned, there's a reason they play when they play, and and I'm fine with that. Uh, what have we got here? So I think they're pretty much... Oh, Jake Clifford's back for North Queensland um, with Hampton out, but Brisbane pretty much as per program. I'm going to say... I'm saying Brisbane are going to take a lot out of last week, and I'm saying North Queensland don't have a lot more to, to be added to what they already have. Uh, Brisbane by 12. Uh, Coates, man, first try, you know, because it's Coates and TPJ, man of the match, to continue the hot form we discussed in part one. Pardon? I'm going with Brisbane 13 plus. I think um, 
what I saw out of their forward pack over the last two weeks where they've been pretty good compared to the Tigers pack, uh, to Cowboys pack, who's been below average for pretty much the entire season. Um, Tamalolo, I expect to actually start coming back to where somewhere where he was, but when you've got um, McLean and Hass as your starting front rowers up against uh, Payne Haas and Matt Lodge, um, don't hold out a lot of hope. I'm going, yeah, uh, Broncos 13 plus. I'm going to go first try score at Coates as, again with a, a kick in behind or even some good passing, hopefully, <laughs> to get it out there. And then we're going to have man of the match. I'm going Payne Haas. I think he's going to have an absolute ball terror of a game. I think he's going to dominate this pack and enjoy doing it. I'm going to go Brisbane 1 to 12. Um, both sides will turn up for this one. I'm confident. I don't think we'll see either of them not give it their all. Um, I'm going to say first try scorer will be Herbie Boy. And I'm going to say man of the match, TPJ. And just to your point before, uh, Daggy, where we were talking about the scheduling, I just remembered then the Cowboys played the Bulldogs on a Sunday afternoon about a month ago. So if that no, game can... That's that that yeah, was in true. North Queensland. No, so if that game can be scheduled then and a few Touché. Cowboys fans turn yeah. up to it, no, this is just an even, like, no, 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 out no. there. Like, it it's, wasn't even my point. Yeah, but it, if they can schedule that game then, surely they can schedule this game then. That's all. Makes all sense in the world. I yeah. agree, Fjordy. Um But given all three of us, and I tell you now, Brisbane are now $2.50 head-to-head. Uh, and that is the bet of the weekend. I don't care what uh, racing show I'm going to do this week, what I'm going to do live, but $2.50 to beat them is, without any lines, anything like that, is a great bet and might be immoral. So even though well, it is in my disaster class, but I might even just be safe and do that. But let's get to that in a minute. Let's get to Sunday games. Seagulls playing the Warriors at Lotto Land. Two o'clock on a Sunday. They've lost to Pow and LOA, which are big outs. Um, do you realise how well LOA stats actually stacked up when you look at it? He's, he's actually been doing a real good job there. Yes. Uh, sees Sadler onto the bench and uh, Ola Tuckahau onto the starting team with Paseca. Uh, what have we got here for the Warriors? They get all the cavalry back, actually. Murdoch, Masilla, they do lose. But um, Chanel, Harris, Tabita could be back. Katawa's back. Aitken named on extended bench. Bunty's back. And Bunty's back. Uh, who else was in? Armo played last week, did he? I feel like someone else has come back in. Anyway, um, they're, they're nearly full strength again, the Warriors. Uh, I'm actually going to stick with them. I I know Manly have been pretty good, but there's some big outs. I'm saying Warriors in a close game by six. I'm hoping they can get back to their sort of 90% completion sort of footy they've been playing. Torhu Harris, first try, just over that youngish sort of forward pack. And I will say, ooh, man of the match. well, if they're going to win, RTS going to be man of the match, aren't they? Isn't he? So, Ollie, I'm going to go Warriors one to twelve as well, especially because of those two outs in the forward pack. I think it and the returning place for the Warriors makes the the forward pack superior by far, in my opinion. Yes, there's always going to be the Tom Trevojevic factor, but are we really just going to tip Manly every single week? They're not playing a Penner for a Melbourne just because of Tom Trevojevic. Something's got to give at some point, and the players are either going to have to step up and you know uh, be a part of that, be a bigger contributing part of that form for Manly. Um, and this week, I, I don't necessarily think it's going to come. I think it'll be a good game, as in both teams will look good. Um, 
I don't think it'll be a space job for the Warriors. As I said, 1-12. to 12. Yes, RTS will be the man of the match. I'm going to say first try scorer. Uh, I'm going to actually say Reese Ro- Walsh, uh, making a break for maybe about uh, 30 metres or so out, uh, break a couple of tackles and going in, um, maybe under the post. But, yeah. Bye. I'm going with Manly in this one. Um, I'm just hoping that the Manly forward pack can hold the Warriors forward pack. I don't expect them to be better than the Warriors forward pack, but I think if they hold them, there's enough there for them. I think they've just got a little bit more X factor when you throw in blokes like um, Schuster, Jake Dubojevic, and then uh, DCE and Tommy on the back of that. I think there's a few more points in this uh, Manly side than what there is in the Warriors side. Uh, Warriors have shown that they can grind and they can grind for 80 minutes. But uh, if they get blown, if they get 18 points put on them in the space of 20 minutes, I'm not sure that they can come back and win the game. Uh, I'm going to go Manly one to 12. I'm going to go man of the match turbo and first try scorer turbo. I think that's fair analysis too. You could, uh, yeah, yeah, I couldn't possibly argue that. If they can't hold the middle, then they'll get run over. But yeah, if, if they if do, they it'll be the late. Middle, they're going to have a bit more. Manly can the do edges. that. Manly can do those 12, 18 points just before half time. Sometimes, well, clearly, a few times. So, no, very good. And we wrap it up with the dragons and the bulldogs. From where are we? With uh, Cogra, I assume. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, dragons home team. That's yeah. Strata Jubilee. Uh, Lomax out, Wakeham out, which sees, uh, and obviously still the two other wingers are suspended as my app doesn't update. <laughs> um, DWZ starts at fullback for the doggies, and if Fumiano starts centre, if they go back in, blah, 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 blah. Um, <laughs> Barney, inject some life into this game. I wanted to tip the dogs and I actually wrote it down and then I changed it. So um, <laughs> <laughs> I'm going with Dragons 1 to 12. Um, as we said, we thought Hunt was a, a week or two behind. And even if he's still a week behind going into this game, I think there's more class in the halves from the Dragons and what you're going to get out of the dogs. Um, dogs are going to have to really win it strongly in the middle to win this game and I'm not sure that they can I'm going Dragons 1-12, to I'm going to go first try scorer Jack Bird in the centres and I'm going to go man of the match Hunt because I think he'll just be a, he'll set up enough tries to get man of the match out of this one So I'm going to say Dragons 13 plus um, contributing factor obviously that they're going up against the Bulldogs but again they've had one bad game still in my opinion this year and that was last week um, so I don't think they're on the downturn, especially aren't they thankful they've got the Bulldogs this week. But I also think that uh, Hook Griffin's the type of coach who can really get a reaction out of those boys after a poor performance um, and those key players as well. Ben Hunt's going to be my man of the match. I'd say even if he's still not back to 100%, to Barney's point, that he's going to be able to do something against the Bulldogs and hopefully this plays him back into form a bit. Um, I'm going to say first try scorer... I'm going to go with Matt Dufty. Um, and, yeah, I, possibly even a bit of a space job here. I think we'll get a, a good reaction from the Dragons after that poor, poor performance last week. No, nah, I'm tipping the dogs. Yeah, I, um, I thought that was embarrassing. I am terrified. There's one bloke I look at this whole lineup, two lineups, and I'm terrified of is Matt Dufty because he could tear them apart. Yeah. Uh, but they were so bad last week. I'd need to see a big improvement. Uh, and they may all do it. Uh, I'm thinking this is an ugly game. I'm thinking this is like an 8-12 game or a, a 8-16 game. But just dogs 
finding a way to win one to twelve. Hopawade first try and man the match. Luke Thompson continue his his growth into being a. A premier prop in his comp, uh, but even as you both were saying, I had second thoughts about saying that out loud. But fuck it, I'd, you, I'd enjoy to watch that more than I'd watch than I'd enjoy watching yeah, the Dragons like, win. To I be wouldn't, honest, but <laughs> no, well, I would, but I would. It'd be like a car crash. But I, I could also see quite easily Dufty have three try assists and two tries, and I would rather watch the dogs else. win. But nah, whatever that all means. So there's our tips heading into the next round of the National Rugby League. We need to wrap up with the punting, punting disaster, disaster class. The class. So we all dropped $50 again this yeah. week. But we have two blokes in positives and Gumpy's on $515 positive. The Dagstar with $520 on in the positive. Oliver is minus $350 and I'm minus $118. So we've got some money, some ground to make up, Ollie. I think all of my try scoring doubles got one and not the yes, second one. Yeah, but, and uh, I missed out on a big one by one try scorer, yeah, so. Justin Ollum, but we won't. Ollie, do you you, oh, you're still, you're still plotting? No, 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 no. I've, I've worked it Go out. On, got it. Right, get amongst it. So I'm going to say... We all know Ollie's going to win this whole comp because he'll, he'll land one at five <laughs> grand at some one. point. Yeah, nice. uh, South's one to 12. Yep. Obviously the outsider's there. I'm going to say... Let's go Jai Arrow anytime and Keon Kaloa Matangi anytime. That's okay. Yeah. Anytime. Okay. Right. Good luck. I will go White Bunny's riding. Uh, Semi Keen, you, you nerved just me up a bit. Storm minus a line, which is eight. Uh, Raiders minus a line, which is five and a half. And Brisbane head to head, ten. that's paying $10. Brisbane had uh, line, yeah. Yeah. $10. So 50 on that. Um, and quite keen until your bag Raiders. Oh. <laughs> $10. So I've gone Broncos, Penrith and Storm at 13 plus. I'm going to have $20 on that and that'll get you $23.40. And I'm going to have Parramatta, Tigers and Manly all at 1 to 12. And that's paying $32.40. And I'm going to have $30 on that. So... It's a good if bet. If I can land those two. <laughs> it's a good betting weekend. I think, I think the takeaway, though, is if you are going to bet on the footy this weekend, and please gamble responsibly, and don't inbox people if you don't win. There's some people that I, are layovers and I, a few Seriously, just go on, if, if you're going to go and put 50 on something for me this weekend, go and put it on the Broncos. Head to head? $2.50. Like, that pays for your weekend as your beers for the Saturday Arvo. Watch them get beat by 20 now. Uh, but I just think that's a great bet. But stick with me anyway for the um, all up. It's been good, boys. Um, good job. Very Might even assistant. be able to get you a price for Ollie's bet for the first oh, time yes, ever. There you go. Well, I'm giving plugs. So Rugby League, in my opinion, uh, find them on Facebook. Find uh, us on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, at Footy and Frothies. Beer Garden Empire on YouTube. You'll find highlights of this show. You'll find uh, our trips away. You'll find the uh, beer bets from the Beer Garden this Saturday, our pilot show. But going forward, both hopefully Ollie and Barney get involved and we'll be having a bit of fun doing live footy chat and talking about how we basically spend an afternoon with us on the piss and we'll exactly. talk some shit. So that'll be fun <laughs> as well. So um, South 1-12, to 12, Arrow and Kulamatangi, anytime try scorers, get you 141 to ooh, 1. Ooh, there it is. <laughs> We're eating We're eating well this weekend. Very good. <laughs> I'll shout us all a feed at the the racing 
beer garden bonanza, whatever it is. Okay, I'm going to call it that. The Racing <laughs> Beer Garden Bonanza, whatever it is. That'll be the uh, the title. But thanks for listening, guys. Uh, leave, give us some feedback on iTunes, Spotify, everywhere else. Give us a likes and a thumbs up, all that sort of crap. Uh, and we'll talk to everybody this time next Tuesday, uh, early show next week. Until then, boys, thank you. See you then. Night-night. <laughs>